Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, John. How are you doing? Oh, I'm a cool dude. It's like in the 60s and I'm chilling. You are. You've got some excellent weather there. We're at 75. We're going to get up to 95, but you're like, what, 66 or something? Yeah. And the the sun is, it's kind of a little uh, cloudy because of the Canadian forest fire smoke that's coming down into our direction and kind of making a little haze. Mm. Sorry to hear that. My friends, yeah. the trees are giving up their lives. Mm. Mm. Sad mm. business. Well, we'll yeah. we'll, conquer, we'll look at that on another day. But today, we have a show to do. Showtime. Which, which shirt are you wearing, sir? Uh, listen, I, I wanted to wear my, my lizard one, but it's kind of it's standing up in the corner, so I figured it just better stay there. Uh, I live mm. here to Wolf. The T-shirt, one of our oh, okay. sponsors, Central yeah, for Humans in Nature, which I like to be mm-hmm. able to mention every other show in a sure. positive way. That means every other show I would do it in a negative once way. A, once a year, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every, oh, so you, you alternate. You, you trash them. Yeah, yeah. And okay. so we're just going to say, and we're just say this wolf looks very, very good. And yeah. so what, how do you feel and what? shirt are you wearing i feel pretty good actually got a decent night's sleep i am wearing the uh year of the ox or the season oh, of the ox, sweet. season of the ox yeah. yeah yeah i love that shirt it is really beautiful yeah oh, boy yeah you know the rat's good too you know though the rat's good the ox is good and this lizard this lizard shirt that you got going on just attention yeah i run into People have pet lizards, and they are they they look at my shirt with admiration. As they yeah. should, yeah. as they should. Boy. It's yeah. like uh, which means you know we've got a sponsor. We do, and that sponsor I think is Segway. We just did it. The lizard, yeah, it's yeah. So the lizard. horned lizard conservation society. Yep, they sell a t-shirt. Oh, we got a link to do. it in the show notes. Yeah, you can get that t-shirt, and you'll be contributing to a real nonprofit. One where there's no salaries, they're all volunteers, right? And they're doing they're they're doing a great job of making sure yeah. that this animal doesn't go extinct. That's they're, right. Uh, it's it, making sure that uh, you know people realize this is an animal that needs to stay in its habitat. Don't try caging mm-hmm. it. That's uh, right. You know, it's not one for the for the zoo. I guess unfortunately, no. it does get the zoo, but it shouldn't be there. So no, all really good shouldn't. Stuff. Now, if there's a lot of other horned lizards to hang with and lots of food, that's not such a bad gig for a horned lizard. No. Yeah. If it was, it was a 20 foot long lizard, I would, I would say, no, this doesn't belong in a zoo. They don't have room to turn around. No. But these, this little guy, they're very creative little lizards. You know, they really are. So, dig How in there. Are uh, lizards, go to the side. By the way, how smart are lizards? This is a very good question. It's a segment, <laughs> segue into our lizard story segment. Thanks for asking, yes. John. Thanks for asking. Okay, how smart are lizards? That's not really the question. The question is, how stupid are people? Yeah, I think, you know, we have to understand that there was a day way before we were born where people thought the earth was flat, and it was a theory. And when a scientist comes up with a theory, we got to realize it's that, but sometimes these theories 
almost get like a life of their own based upon uh, what is said. So here we've got uh, our story is about the fact that you don't have a lizard brain. Well, the bottom line is I'm not in the know to actually at any time have thought that I had a lizard brain. But apparently there are scientists, and it was I call I call it pop psychology. It is pop the psychology. Cool, the cool thing to talk about. It's like well, oh, it's, what it, you just said. That was a that was a lizard part of your brain that just re- reacted. That's the reason you you went nuts, or you yeah, oh, not your fault. Up. It's not your fault. John. Yeah, you know when you when you pinch that pinch that lady's ass, that was your the lizard part of your brain what? that made you do that. <laughs> what? <laughs> She said that on the show. Oh, God, I didn't mean to. I, I, I thought we didn't have to talk about that stuff. God damn. I'm sorry. Okay, look, look, here's the deal. Uh, it was pop psychology. You are absolutely right about this. And you know what? It's, it's not a slippery slope. It's like a super-duper straight-to-hell slope. Because what happens with, and I don't mean to overreact, but, you know, this particular piece of pop psychology, although it's very easy to explain... And because it's so easy to explain, people assume it's the right. truth, but it's absolutely not the truth. You know, we don't have these discrete layers mm. in our brain that are distinct from one another and represent our our reptile to mammal evolution. You know, it's just not there. You know, the brain mm. is a whole. It works as a whole. A lot of parts are interchangeable. Uh, this idea that we have a reptile brain, a mammal brain, and a neo-mammal brain, <laughs> that is the triune brain. It's called the triune brain. Triune, so can, yeah. yeah. So easy to talk about. And you know what's really great? It's great at parties, you know? Because you're gonna, the lizard brain's gonna come out of the party. That's what they'll say, right? <laughs> You've had too much to drink, lizard. <laughs> My lizard but brain that, made me do it. Yeah, exactly. So convenient. So convenient. Oh, where, where, where's our son? Oh, he's up in that tower with a gun. Oh, no, that's not our son. That's our lizard brain son. <laughs> uh, see, it's just an excuse. Just an excuse. And, and plus, it's, it's BS. So you do not have a yeah. lizard brain, metaphorically speaking or literally speaking. It's just right. not there. You know, you are responsible for your behavior, sir. Okay, I'm glad. I, I'm going to look in the mirror and say, look, you did it. Not your brain. Not your lizard brain. That's right. <laughs> Take some responsibility. Right. Okay. You got a word. Okay. You have a word. You have a word. Yes, I have a word. Uh, clarion. Clarion, it's C-L-A-R-I-O-N. Quite often, it has a word right after it, a clarion call. But that clarion is itself is an instrument. It's a. Yeah. Uh, it looks like a trumpet. Uh, it's a shrill, narrow-tubed war trumpet for rallying troops into battle. So back in the middle, medieval ages, when maybe the troops were sleeping, and all of a sudden they heard this shrill, they knew they needed to get to action, get ready, and make it happen. Yeah. So uh, as a result of that, we quite often use these uh, this term, this phrase, to refer for the need for us to really do something rather than just sitting around. So, for example, here's a sentence. Citizens made a clarion call at a council meeting to clean up the drugs by insisting on action. Ooh. Okay. So, in other words, it, it's kind of a way of a fancy way of maybe saying protesting, but more than protesting. Yeah, it's maybe looking it's call for to constructive action. solution. Yeah, action. action yeah, call action. to action. Oh, action. Yeah, sorry about that. Problem, problem, problem. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I agree with you. And you know these these trumpets they aren't they aren't real trumpets. I mean it's a single straight tube. There's no curves. There's no loops. There's no valves. So if you but you could transfer your trumpet and coronet playing skills to an instrument like this. You have to have a very good embouchure though. You'd have to really be able. Sort of like a bugle, huh? Yeah, yeah. Because the bugle is, yeah, more so. It's probably when we think of, maybe that's how the bugle kind of, because what is a bugle used for? To get you up in the morning. It is. It's used to get you up in the morning. And also, you know, I think the storage requirements for a bugle are easier. You can put it in a squares kind of box. But a clarion clarion is long, long. (laughs) You think about toting that thing around? Yeah, it would, it, it's not a, a tuba, but it's not fun. <laughs> no, it's not fun. It'd make a good weapon, though. Take the mouthpiece off, and you could just run that through somebody. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I, I totally agree. And uh, the source I've given, I ran into this word based upon our two takes subject <gasps> because it's there's a sense of urgency, which is in it, and it's amazing. I thought, well, I remember reading it in the movie review. And but I'll probably never find it. What I, what all I had to do was Google and come up with another review, and sure enough, it's there again. Yeah, so it, that's it's kind of amazing in that regard. So oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I was oh, yeah. able to actually come up with a, a paragraph, this and that, whatever. And as a result of doing it, I found a pretty good review. <laughs> yeah, you did actually. That was a good yeah, review. Yeah, the and- review actually gave a little bit different spin than we've been taking on on a topic you know usually when we look at movies i know we're dancing around this a little bit but uh when yeah. you look at movies we look at well uh here's the director here are the stars uh what is its rating uh what or well, how much is it grossed all this stuff but for some reason we really didn't get to talk much about that kind of stuff oh, no we sure didn't we sure didn't know so here we are interesting we, to know we have two takes, and are we ready to actually say what the movie is? I think we are. I'm ready. You want me to say it? You? you want to say it? I'm ready. Uh, I'll let you say it, okay? The Social Dilemma. Yeah, The Social Dilemma. It's a Netflix-produced film. It's 134 minutes long. It is a message film. It's a docudrama because it's a documentary with a little dramatic emphasis sliced in every once in a while. Yeah, that's a very succinct way of, of describing the, t- the type of movie. Uh, you know, it came out, it, it kind of went the, uh, the film festival route going through Sundance and another one called the uh, Clear Thinking or something like that festival in, in Colorado. And did that like in the early part of uh, a 2000, uh, I think it was 2020. And then uh, it, it sort of hit... It finally hit the Netflix, and it's been so popular that Netflix just keeps having it. You know, if it, they 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 kind of turn their movies over, and if it doesn't turn over, that means it's getting a lot of, of viewing. That's correct. And uh, the other thing is, and I think it's there. The, the, you said docudrama, and there's a little bit of a downside to this movie. It's that the, the drama part of it because it's so that the players are so good because. This movie talks about a problem that's cre- the people that created the problem are the ones who now are saying we got to tell you what this problem is. They're like the whistleblowers. Yeah, yeah they're like and whistleblowers. Kind of and they're they're the movie. They're the movie, really. Yeah, they are the movie. So uh, I, I I've been I've watched it like two and a half times. I mean, it's just and here we are. We're not even talking about what the movie's about, and why aren't we? 
because the, these whistleblowers have trouble describing what the problem is. And if the they, people they that do. created the they problem do. can't explain it, how are we going yeah. to do it? Well, I think the the problem in explaining it is it took place over time, this problem. Right. And this problem is, number one, so we have time against us there. So you have to do kind of like time-lapse photography where you watch this plant come from a sprout and bloom all at once, you know. But they have to take a year to do it of filming and keep the tripod in one place and all that stuff. So this is kind of like that. They're trying to explain how the, not just what this is, but how this is. How, how is it that this happened? And, you know, one of the reasons we started watching this back at the beginning of the week and didn't wait till the last minute or anything is because uh, I don't think we wanted to freak out on the air because the first time you watch this, you might freak out a little bit. Is that fair? Do you think, John? Yeah, I, it, 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 it's, it's sort of like, and it doesn't real stick real good because, and I, I, I think, uh, as a, uh, introduction to all this, there is something yeah. intuitive that we, that we are experiencing. We know something's wrong. We know, we know something's wrong. wrong. And I think we pointed out as we went through our discussion during the week, the two things that we kind of thought about real, at least, were yeah. number one, the Trump, uh, the election of Biden with Trump. We thought Trump would get trounced. That's right. No. So everybody said, and, oh, and the Trump thing. people thought Biden would get trounced, and he didn't. Yeah. So how did it happen that half of the popu- almost half of the population, thinks the other half of the population are a bunch of yahoos and don't know what's going on and are stupid and ignorant? You yeah, know, was, and it's this is true for both sides of this this election. They have so the exact same example. feelings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's one. The, what's the your other? One, the other one that really hit me hard vaccine for the for the covid it's like oh we, we got the magic pill now all we have to do is take it and we're you know mystery solved problem solved but wait a minute here we are has the problem been solved no 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 and we realize that what we perceive a lot of us do that this is a is a slam dunk solution isn't a slam dunk to everybody to the extent that it's creating enough pushback that we don't have a solution. That's right. Why? What's happening now? Now, what's happening is the virus is starting to mutate and drift so that it yeah. can work around. We, we, we let it get out of it a little measure. bit too much. We mm-hmm. didn't quite keep it caged, and all of a sudden the door opened, and it cool. snuck out again. It did. So, it did. again, this is not this what we're talking about. These are examples no, of what we no. intuitively examples. realize is wrong. So what is wrong? Well, the, the, the bad boys are the Facebook Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, yeah, Google. It goes mm-hmm. all the way down to these search engines and, and all this stuff. Some and search what, engines. And how do these? And and then we take a look and we see a big dollar sign. Mm-hmm. All of these companies don't exist unless they make money. So that's right. They realize right. they've got this. They, they got this. This stuff that's so good. This ability. It creates a lot of good. We know, you know, like uh, lost uh, relatives connect some way. Uh, yeah. There's all kinds of wonderful things. There's great stories coming out of social media, search engines, etc. But yeah. those good stories don't make money. So we know that the money is made through advertising. And right. we know that there are certain traditional marketing skills that really work good. I mean, First thing, what advertisers want is they want a target audience. They want to know who their audience is. They want, uh, in order to sell ads on, on these, they want to know very 
good. They want a guarantee. They want a they guarantee. guarantee. They 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 want something close to get guarantee. They want a guarantee, but to strive it up to this point is pretty difficult until yeah. we reach this point with social media. That now what we can do is we can not only tell you who your audience is, but we can actually create the audience for you to do the things we you wanted to do in order to be able to sell your product. Now, yep. little things like, well, uh, okay, well, you got to click. Oh, they looked at it, but oh, no, no, we, we need more than a click. We need it. We need them to stay on for a certain period of time. Okay. We yeah. will, we will be able to quantify that for you. We'll tell you the demographics of those people. How long they're way, on. And look, hey, advertiser, you've got the product. We give you a, a person who we think we've created a mindset for. And he is going to look at your product for a certain period of time. What more can we do? You got the product. Now we've given you everything that you need to sell it. And boom, before you know it, they're selling ads. And before, well, one company does it, Facebook, and they mm-hmm. realize, ooh, how's it? We got competition. So another Instagram, Twitter, all these other companies have the same business model, the same technology that allows them to create this this thing, and there's a couple of really cool quotes that I, the one I, one of them I like a lot is, "If you're not paying for the product, you are the product." I love that one. Yeah, that's the best. That is really good. And you know, just by way of history, is that you know there was a time when there weren't any advertisers. All right, mm. Google Google started this, so Google had a search engine. Anyone could use it. Have fun. Enjoy. And they did it for years that way. And venture capitalists kept investing in Google and paying their bills, paying for the servers, paying for the software engineers. Why would they do that, John? Why would they invest so heavily in Google? You know why? Because Google told them what they were going to do. Google said, Uh we will be able to deliver consumers to you, advertisers, in a way that you've never seen before. And they made this pitch to venture capitalists, and they said, oh, my God, you guys are going to rake in the dough. You've got a money machine here. And they got people to invest in Google, angel investors, venture capitalists. Before you know it, Google says, we're going to start running ads. Because they used the currency of trust that they built up in order to get advertisers in and start monetizing. So they didn't start out this way. And then what happened with Facebook? The exact same thing. Facebook yeah. had no ads, had no monetization. They just kept raking in venture capitalists until they could demonstrate they could get people to attention and they could sway people's opinions. That was very important. And without Amazon, them even knowing it. Amazon, same thing. Amazon lost money year after year after year, but they kept promising. We are going to build a recommendation engine so that we can get people to buy stuff at in ways and in quantities that you've never seen before. People aren't going to buy toilet paper. They're going to buy a truckload of toilet paper. You know? <clears throat> so that worked. And then, oh, we not, we're not going to do that. No. We've they, got bidets. Twitter, 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 no, we got bidets. We are set. <laughs> Same thing with Twitter. So I'm not going to go through every social media company in the world with this example, but you can see what happens. So this is not accidental. It was done intentionally. It was pitched first to investors before the actual rollout and the gathering of suckers. I mean, consumers and advertisers. 
Hey, I, some of the, the one of the um, <clears throat> one of the other quotes that, that we kind of fit at this point. Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. That is correct. <laughs> That's correct. That is so, correct. But, hey, there's a slight really magic. You know why? Created because here. the people who created it fell prey to it. Also, yeah. that was in the movie. You know, they all admitted they had addictions to various social media or email, and so. So the question is, if the people who know what it's doing can't resist it, how are the people like us who don't know what's behind the curtain where the wizard is, yeah, how, wizard. how are we going to resist it? And is this a bad thing, John? Is it bad to be hooked on this stuff? That's the question. Is well, it? That it? I think it, well, I think you know, what's funny, is I, what's funny is we all say, well, I'm not hooked. I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not that guy. Sorry. No. Talk no, John's not that guy. It. I'm not the guy. I'm not that guy. No, but we are. We just don't. Yeah, we we are the guys. Yeah, we unfortunately, are guys. and if we're not exactly directly, there's some indirect thing. But I'm not even going to say I'm not the I'm not the guy directly. But there, the, the audience, but the people, the players in this movie are these are not nerds that have been just you know pounding uh, keys in a in a isolated room. These are well spoken, very educated, very articulate. Individuals mm-hmm. who are worth a lot of money. I, I looked and saw uh, these these oh. guys. Uh, they 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 took it to the bank, and they realized that right now some of them are just active philanthropists with their, their yeah. own nonprofits that are trying to address this problem. Um, and and well, so, you know they gave, they gave up they gave up a lot to make this movie. I don't know if you're aware of that. Well, you know, like they were talking about, it, it, somebody says, I, I spend, I'm, I'm spending more time with my lawyers than I am making eight months. Bit, yeah. It, you know, one guy spent eight months. See yeah. Exactly. What they, can I there's say? always a risk that there's say? going to be some blowback on what happened. Yeah. We know we don't know yeah. exactly what, what has happened in that regard. Yeah, they, they put it on the line. In addition to the fact, mm. the main guy, Tristan Harris, who is by far the best guy in here, it, it's like when I looked at it and I saw a couple of these guys are from Stanford and, and they they have a well-rounded education. This one, he his uh, Tristan's, uh, he, he got his degree. He studied the ethics of human persuasion. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's sort of he had a he he was he had a balancing act with respect to how this all should be handled from the get go with his education, and uh, and he's taken it to heart. He's the first one who basically wrote a, a paper that said, "Look, I, I he, he spent all this this time working on a paper and just finally says, I got to let it out, let this company know what the hell's going on." It got some buzz. But the bottom line is, it's it, it, nothing really happened because it's all within the industry. He thought, well, the industry can regulate itself. Well, maybe not, you know. So yeah, yeah, no, that's for sure they can't. Hey, hey, before we wrap this up because we are running out of time. Oh sure. Uh, let's get on the solution side of this. Now we have a little idea what the problem is. Strongly, strongly, strongly recommend everybody watch this 134 minute uh, film. It's worth every every minute you spend in it because it is important. If you're wondering why we're such a divided, polarized country, you need to watch this because it does explain it. Uh, it doesn't give that many solutions to how to get out of this mess. And, and But it is of some consequence that you now know why certain things happened. 
and the polarization, the bipartisanship, all that stuff, it's in here. Here, let me give you a few here, John. Uh, create a scroll-free time and space. Some of this is brought up in the movie. Okay, so one thing is no scrolling. That's what they call this. When you're, you're okay. addicted to uh, social media, you're scrolling through all your feeds and stuff like that to see what they want you to see so you can be manipulated. No scrolling 30 minutes before or after bed, you know. So that means no scrolling while you're peeing and no oh. laying in bed and scrolling. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough one, right? In other words, you're not supposed to take your phone to bed with you? Uh, if you're laying down, you should be getting ready to go to sleep. Oh, no scrolling dear. means no social media. You can, If you're reading a book on your phone, you can go ahead and do that because that's Thank a book. You. Okay. That's a tool for your mind. That's not <clears throat> heroin for your mind. Mm. So eliminate phones from mealtime. Don't sit there with your phone while you're eating, especially if you're eating with other people. It's rude. Take a day, a scroll-free day. Lock your phone in a drawer. So see what they're saying here? Uh, so reclaim uh, screen. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, let me just give you one more quick example. So in other words, if you're like maybe uh, on a Zoom call, and you are, uh, and you know that one of these parties is constantly having a phone that they're looking at in front of them, or they're leaving their phone so that there can be phone calls and there can be all this disruption in the background. That's more than just being rude. That guy's got a problem beyond. He's got being a problem. Rude. He's got a problem. He, he's, he's got a problem. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, a lot of people at the beginning of me, they have a, they have a, a kind of a plastic. Uh, box kind of thing and they pass around and say everybody put your phone in here and then they ah. take it outside the room they take it outside the room yeah there's actually restaurants that uh, do something yeah. like that well I'm not going to go you... through everything they have in here I'm going to try and get one or two yeah get, get, that, go ahead I'm sorry I, I interrupted yeah. uh, you know you can do things with your phone to protect yourself turn notifications off is something I heard everyone say the other one is delete social media. But some people can't do that because it's how they keep in touch with their mom or dad or something. But there are ways to regulate what your social media is doing to you and still be able to keep in touch with mom and dad's brother and sister. So okay. I strongly recommend the movie. And then they have a website called thesocialdilemma.com. It's got error.org. No, .com. And it's got everything you need on it right there. So that's enough. We get, We need groaners now. The Our Groaners are brought to us by Vincent Anthony Lauder, you Jr. St. Vincent, or commonly referred mm. to as the coach. coach. The coach is going to give us two groaners. In fact, one of these groaners is a last-minute groaner. He gave it to me oh. just yesterday. He said, you need a timely groaner. So I'm going to give you two. Let's start with the uh, – let's see here. We're going to start with – okay, here we are. I'm ready. What's the name of Darth Vader's shrewd billionaire brother? What's the name of Darth Vader's shrewd billionaire brother? I don't know. Taxi Vader. <laughs> oh, oh, that is so good. So he drives a taxi. Is that the idea? <laughs> yeah, I guess. And he he's, he probably has a fleet of taxis. To be truthful, that's, that's, <laughs> probably does. Probably has a fleet. 
but a lot of medallions. <laughs> a lot of medallions. Yeah, a lot of medallions. All right, I'm ready for number uh, okay, two. Okay, here's the second one, uh, the last-minute groaner that's very topical. This is an Olympic groaner. Okay. Okay. This is a sort of did you hear. It's not what is. Did you hear about the kleptomaniac that won an Olympic event? Did you hear about this guy? No. Did you? No. He, he took the gold, the silver, and the bronze medal. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> terrible. I you would, I, that's I, terrible. I saved the bad, the worst. Yeah, I, the do you that's hear terrible. ones don't call, quite resonate with me either. But, but you I know, couldn't resist. some groaners are good because they're clever and you can't figure them out. Some groaners are just an insult to our intelligence, and that was. Terrible. <laughs> that was hey, one which right one there. does this fall into? Insult. Insult. That was an insult. Yeah. <laughs>